0: What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a Tuesday morning episode of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralt. You guys can follow me across all socials at Sports Talk Matt. DMs are open. You guys have taken advantage of that. I appreciate all the notes, all the interaction, you guys. And same thing with our Discord channel, bettingpros.com slash chat is the free invite to join our Discord channel at Sports Talk Matt is my handle on there. This podcast being brought to you by omahastakes.com. Get to omahastakes.com right now and get a hold of this 50% off savings going on site wide. Juice is the promo code. You're going to save $30 off at checkout. Minimum purchase may be required. All right. So we're going to go with a one in one record. Okay. But if you ignored me in my rantings, you went two in one. This has to be something that the NFL addresses. A team says that Geno Smith is going to play. A team says Geno Smith is going to dress. A team says that Geno Smith is going to start. Now that gets leaked out to the big J journalists who, by the way, work for ESPN and Fox and other outlets that are all tied to sports books. The NFL is in bed with sports books. The media is in bed with sports books. At some point, Gamblers are gonna to have to say enough is enough. There was an article on a website called sportshandle.com, which is a phenomenal website. If you're big into gambling and gambling topics, I would highly recommend going and checking out that art that site because they write great pieces. They had a piece last week about how lawyers are getting ready to do a class action lawsuit against the NFL for their injury reports. And there are big, high, high cost lawyers who believe that they will win. They will win a fight with the NFL for wronging gamblers because they are not disclosing information about injuries in the proper way. Here's the reason why. Before you're staring at your screen or staring at your, your phone and going, what is Matt talking about? Somebody knows. Somebody knows. There is a trainer a coach, a teammate, somebody, NFL, they know. And when you have only a small number of people with access to that information, that information can be extremely valuable. And the books saw money pour in on the over. It moved two points before kickoff. And then Geno Smith didn't play. And the under came in. Now, I'm not saying it's nefarious. I'm just saying that the look of it is really bad. And the NFL is either going to require certain media members to not report anything. Or they're going to have to ask some hard questions. When Adam Schefter is reporting that Geno Smith is going to play and then wait. No, 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 no. He's going to dress. He pulls it back. Again, I'm not accusing Adam Schepter of anything, but ESPN is now tied to ESPN bet and they can tell us all they want about how there is a line between editorial reporting and the risk room, but you're all in bed together, guys. Okay. You're all in bed together. You're not going to wash the stink off of each other. It's not happening. Okay. You're you're one. And when someone's out there reporting that Geno Smith is going to play and start, and I say punt on the bet because Geno Smith is a totally different quarterback than drew lock. And I think the game's going to go over, which I'll still hold to that. If Geno plays, I think they score way more points in the first half. I think they still score in the second half on the Eagles defense. What they make once they make the adjustments, but I think the game does go over. We had over 45 or under 45, but the number was 45. Geno plays. It goes to 47. There was some buyback close at 46 and a half. I mean, like, what are we doing? This is just, so I punted on it because I, I I was furious. I was so mad about Gino might play. He might not play. He could start. He might not start. He could play at halftime. He may not play at halftime. Like you can't do this with starting pitching in baseball. And it's a pretty much the equivalent, right? Like you have to declare a starter. And once you declare the starter, the starters in the game, same thing has to be said for NFL football with quarterbacks. There has to be some rule that like 45 minutes, an hour before you're declaring who your starting quarterback is going to be. And then that quarterback has to start. Now, that quarterback could play one snap and walk off. I understand that. But at least there's some type of responsibility or some type of method in place that says you can't do this. You can't have false information being leaked out because Pete Carroll thinks he's Bill Belichick 2.0 is going to lie to the press about Geno Smith, who did not take a single snap in the entire game didn't play. Drew Lock played well and he won. It's the look of it. And you could say, "Matt, it doesn't matter. They don't have to tell you anything." Yes they do. Yes they do. So don't give me that baloney about what responsibility does Pete Carroll have. The NFL is in bed with sports books. NFL teams have official sportsbook betting partners. You can't go anywhere on the internet with NFL content without seeing tons of sports betting content, aka this podcast. Okay. Now we're not tied to the NFL, but you know what I mean? This is, I mean, for people in fantasy playoffs, I'm, I'm not even in fantasy football. And I felt bad for those people who are trying to figure out fantasy playoffs who's in, who's out, who could be a bigger weapon with Geno Smith, who does Drew Locke throw the ball to more? It, it, it's just, it, and I'm not even talking about the DFS and Fancy stuff. That's bad. But the real bad stuff is the betting. And because the books have decided to go in business with the sports books. Hey, man, you want to keep it separation of church and state? That's fine. Get the ads off my screen. Okay. Otherwise, you do have to answer to the gambler. You do have to answer the question as to when did they know? Who knew it? When did Geno Smith say I can't play? And... When did it become official? Just saying. So, and I didn't, I mean, look, officially, I just punted out of the bet. So we went one and one. We got the Sixers wrong and we got the hockey play right. It was skin of our teeth. We got it right. Went over four, three Dallas won the game in overtime. So it was a one in one day officially really two in one. If you bet the first period over in hockey, you went, you had a good, good night. You went four in one. So we had four on the podcast last night. We gave you four bets or five. Yeah, right. What did we do? We went three and one. Sorry, three and one. So you had a good night. You bet everything for the podcast last night. If you punted out of it like I did. And then I came back with a smaller same game teaser, which missed Cause again, I pulled it down to 40 and went over, but it didn't go there, got to 37. So I missed there a little bit. I had a basketball bet on an over, uh, on an over that missed as well. So I, I basically had a flat, I went three and three last night personally, but one and one officially. So down 0.1 officially, I was down 0.3, yeah, I mean a little more 0.4, I think it goes down last night personally. So nothing, nothing great, but. A frustrating day because really should have been a two and one mark. I just panicked. I panicked because it was too chaotic and too crazy and too just wrong for that to happen. Today, I got four bets. I have a hockey play. I have a two hockey plays. And two college basketball plays. I'm not touching the NBA for a little bit. NBA and me are no longer going to be friends. But before we give you the picks, let me tell you about rival fantasy. The fantasy football season is winding down, which means now is the perfect time to start playing NFL, uh, sorry, NBA and NFL games on rival fantasy rivals flagship fantasy bingo game combines player props with no limits, daily fantasy lineups Buy as many bingo cards as you want for $1 each and try to compete and complete fantasy achievements for a piece of the prize pool. Rival Fantasy also has head-to-head player challenges and they just released their full mock draft lobby for the NBA, Major League Baseball, and the NFL so you can practice before Rival launches best ball in 2024. Go to joinrival.com slash Betting pros. That's joinrival.com slash betting pros. Now to claim your 200 dollars deposit match plus a first play pass at sign up. Welcome to the future of fantasy sports. Welcome to Rival Fantasy. All right, let's start with the Bruins and their game up against the Minnesota Wild. Now the Wild are playing back-to-back second game for them. They lost last night to Pittsburgh, gave up three goals in the first period. Guffason was awful. Flurry should have played, but Guffason was awful. I don't know why Flurry didn't play. Chance to honor him. It it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense with what was going on with that. But that's what the Penguins. You know, they lit up. Maybe they're pissed off because they didn't see didn't see their old friend in Flurry net. But he is in net tonight for Minnesota. If that changes this bet cannot be made. Okay. This bet is contingent on Marc-Andre Fleury in net for the wild. I've made it and I will get out of it as fast as I can. If it's Guffison, who is not good, Bruins will light Guffison up in my opinion, because he's on a back-to-back and he's not nearly as good on the road as Fleury is. Marc-Andre Fleury has a 2.86 goals against average on the road, a 2.55 goals against average in December. He's two and one on the road to a first period under over his last three starts. Allmark is in net for the Boston Bruins, 249 goals against average at home. A little bit tough in December, 3.17 goals against average in December. But the Boston Bruins are on an eight and one streak over their last nine games to a first period under. They also have the second lowest first period over mark in all of hockey. And Minnesota has been a little bit up and down to first period unders. They're five and six or six and five to first period overs. So it's kind of a coin flip, but the Bruins and the way that Bruins play plus Minnesota on a back to back plus the fact they gave up three goals in the first period yesterday, last night against Pittsburgh plus money on this. I'm going to go under one and a half goals, Bruins and the wild at plus plus one fourteen for one unit. Second play is the dead cat bounce for the Ottawa senators. Look, we've played this, a lot here. And I think if you're someone who knows uh streaks as to kind of how I bet streaks, I like betting streaks. And when you fire a head coach the next game, you bet on him. Okay? You bet on him. And Ottawa has fired their head coach, making it official and saying, you know what? We don't like where we are. We think we're too talented. We have to make these changes now and i think you'll see a dead cat bounce here for the Ottawa Senators at Arizona. It's minus 110 for them to come back and win this game. There's a lot of people who are not really happy about this that aren't like, you know, jumping up and down about it going like wait a minute. Coach Martin was all right and like why did you pull the trigger and this seems like, you know, uh you know, you know, sorry Martin's the guy coming in. Um I can't say the guy who who got let go, his name. I'm not good with French, so just to kind of excuse my French name, but they fired their head coach. So DJ Smith, right? Yeah, sorry, DJ Smith's been fired. His first name I can't say. Um, he's gone. Ottawa on the road against Arizona, minus 110, dead cap bounce, 1.1 units down on the Ottawa Senators to fire, uh, to bounce back after firing their head coach yesterday. We're on it. 1.1 units. Money line, just straight money line. However they win it, they win it. Dead cap bounce on Ottawa at Arizona. Okay, let's talk college basketball. Uh, Drake is taking on Alcorn State at home tonight. Yes, you might go, oh my gosh, really? Yeah, okay. Alcorn State is 1 in 10 on the year. They've lost nine consecutive games. The numbers for Alcorn State are absolutely crazy. Alcorn State, adjusted adjusted defensive efficiency, 358th. Effective field goal percentage, 361st. <laughs> uh, Three-point defense, 355th. Two-point percentage defense, 358th. Um, offensively, they are effective field goal percentage, 295th. Adjusted efficiency, offensively, they are 178th. <laughs> um two point percentage they are 340th they do shoot threes they're not bad at that there's top hundred and three point percentage in college basketball but they don't stop anybody okay and they're top 100 in adjusted tempo they run so possessions are going to be there for drake the numbers are unbelievable when you stop and look at Alcorn State and what they've given up this year. They gave up 100 to Northern Iowa on Sunday. Northern Iowa. They gave up 105 to Maryland. They gave up 86 to VCU, 90 to Clemson, 82 to UT Arlington, 93 to TCU, 81 to Michigan State, 80 to UAB, 100 to Arkansas State, 93 to Arkansas. Team total for Drake is 86 and a half. I'm not laying this gigantic number. I'm just expecting Drake to come here and hit a lot of threes to Drake to run. Drake has one loss on the year this year. They lost to Stephen F. Austin badly. 92 68. But since then, their offense hasn't been great. They beat Nevada here in Vegas. 72 53. They beat Grambling State 68-56 in their last game, which is not great. Missouri State 74-57, St. Louis 75-69. They haven't had one of these like monster explosion games yet. And I think this is the team they're going to do it against. 88 points is the projected total for, for at Kempom for Drake in this game. 86 and a half. I'm going to bet over Drake team total over 86 and a half against Alcorn state. I think we see a whole lot of threes and a whole lot of scoring here for Drake with their offense, which is a top 100 adjusted efficiency offensively three point percentage hasn't been great for Drake. They need to get going behind the arc. They're outside the top 200 for three point shots, but they're, Top 40 in the country in two point percentage and they hit their free throws as well, which is so crucial for team totals. Seventy eight point three percent. That's 13th best in the country. You like that when a team gets to the line and shoots threes, uh, shoots free throws and gets that. Drake is one of the best. We're going Drake over eighty six and a half team total against Alcorn State here at minus one twenty. And finally. Four plays for us here today. This one's tough. Okay. Marquette at Providence. Providence's schedule up to this point has not been good. Okay. They have one of the worst schedules in terms of how how difficult the opponents that they have played. The number is four and a half. Kempom has this as a five-point win, 75-70. The total is 145 and a half. Now, I lean towards the under in this game, but the problem is the first move from the professionals has been to the over. Now, I'm not saying you bank everything on that, but I do think you have to take that into account and go, okay, so the first move was to the over, not the under. It was 145. Ken Palm is 145. It's now up to 146 and a half. Gave me pause, okay? I was like, I was going to bet the under, and then I was like, well, hold on a second. I might be missing something. Marquette, Can score Providence, both Marquette and Providence this year when it comes to totals. Just give you an idea and maybe you like this more, but uh, on the under four and one to the under Marquette on the road, eight and two to the under for Providence, nine and two overall and six and two to the under at home. If Providence is going to be in this game, the under most likely is going to hit. The numbers are telling you to bet the under, bet the under. Even, you know, Marquette, I mean, overall in the year, they're seven and four to the under on the year and seven and three over their last 10 to the under. But this is a pretty low total at 146 and a half. And Marquette can score. Providence, I think, is going to provide is going to prove to be a little bit difficult. For Marquette, though, they've got length and the and the, I mean, they used to be called the dunk. I'm not sure what they call it now, but the building they're playing in, in home court advantage for Providence is 100 percent there. OK, uh, they now call it the Amica and the Amica Mutual Pavilion used to be called the Dunkin Donuts Center. Now it's the Amica Mutual Pavilion. It'll be rocking. The building will be absolutely rocking when number six Marquette comes in. But. The schedule of going on the road at Illinois, that's such a tough place to play. And they won there. They went to Wisconsin and they lost to Wisconsin. A team, by the way, that Providence beat. Now, Providence was at home, but Providence beat Wisconsin by 13. Okay? This is going to be an absolute barn burner of a game. I just think there's more talent on Marquette's side. And I think Marquette, even though the physicality is going to be on Providence's side, I think Marquette can go in there and get a win against against Providence. Okay, I'm not in love with any of the either side of this bet. The under, I'm not in love with, and Marquette minus four and a half is 100% going to be a sweat. Okay, it's gonna be coming down to the end with free throws. This is not gonna be easy by any means, I don't think. Now, Marquette might go in there and blow them out. Okay, that's possible. Marquette's adjusted offense on the year, 12th, adjusted defense, 19th. Not even close if you start looking at numbers for Providence. They're 119th adjusted efficiency offensively. Defensively, they're much better. They're 21st, but again, Who has Providence played their schedule is Columbia, Milwaukee beating Wisconsin was big. They lost to Kansas on a neutral Georgia Lehigh Wagner, Rhode Island. They lost to Oklahoma when they were ranked. They lost badly on the road. 72 51. They beat Brown and Sacred Heart. I mean, that's nothing compared to who Marquette has played so far this year. Illinois, UCLA, Kansas, Purdue, Wisconsin, Texas, Notre Dame. It's just a really big difference in opponent. So while I think the under is a good play, I think Marquette's going to win the game. And if Marquette's going to win the game, I think they can cover the four and a half points. I I really do. I think they, they can win by more than two possessions you know, win by five, win by six, win by seven. Okay. I'm not saying this is going to be an easy walk to the counter. This is going to be a sweat, but I just keep on coming back to Marquette's got the better team. And yes, Providence is a really hard place to play, but it's a first year head coach for Providence. We don't know much about them in these types of games. And I just think Shaka smart. This is the opener for the big East for them. They play Providence on the road. Then they play Georgetown and Creighton at home. Big start. I mean, really big start for Marquette. That Creighton game on, on the 30th of December is going to be awesome. It's just going to be absolutely awesome. The Jays play Villanova on Wednesday. That game's going to be awesome as well. Big East basketball this year is going to be so fun to watch. I, I can't wait to watch and get into it and bet it. But right now, I'm just going to bet on the better team. And I'm not in love with it, okay? I'm, I'm shaky on it, but I think the under is good, but... I want to watch that number and see if it climbs. I may be dead wrong. We may be looking at the over. I think the over hits. I think Marquette's winning. The under hits. Providence is in the game. And Providence may have a shot to cover. Okay. I've been cold. Fade away on this. But I'm going to lay the four and a half with Marquette here for 1.1 units. All right. Four bets for us here, two in hockey and two in college basketball. Bruins first period under is plus 114 for one unit. Dead cat bounce with Ottawa at minus 110 on the road against Arizona for 1.1 units. Drake team total over 86 and a half against Alcorn State at home at minus 120 for 1.2 units. And Marquette minus four and a half on the road up against Providence for 1.1 units. Okay, so good Sunday. Flat Monday, let's have a good Tuesday for us here on the show. My name is Matt Peralta. You guys can follow me across all socials at Sports Talk Matt every morning. The Daily Juice Podcast, always being brought to you by omastakes.com.